Hello and welcome again to The Dad Whisperer. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson. And if you are just joining me, you know that this is the place where you are going to get equipped as a dad to become a hero to your daughter and your son because you want to be the hero and so do they. They need a hero. So I am going to help equip you with more tools for your fathering toolbox today. And the topic is quality time does not replace quantity time. So that's the on your mark. As you know, every week I start with on your mark, get set, go. Picturing yourselves as dads standing side by side, ready to run your fathering race. On your mark is the topic, get set. I fill that in with stories and stats and go. You always have a go step where you can put that theme, that topic into action this week. Like I said, quality time does not replace quantity time is the on your mark theme today. Now, maybe you are saying, oh no, I do not want a woman telling me that I'm not doing enough as a dad. I click, I'm going to turn this off. Wait, 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 hang in there. You know I'm always on your side, dads. You know that. And I want you to understand things from a daughter's point of view, right? Men are from Mars, women are from Venus. So over here on my planet, I'm helping you understand how things are taken in by us as girls or how we read things. I mean, so many men say, where did you get that out of that to their wives, to women in their lives, to their daughters? And I'm like, Well, I know men read lines and women read between lines. So I'm helping you understand your daughter better from my vantage point as a woman so that you can be the best dad that you want to be and that you need to be because I know that's what you want. Well, this topic, quantity time, is a big deal, right? This thing about we don't have enough time. Do we ever? Quantity time is really a tough issue for us, which is crazy, isn't it? I was born in 1960. I mean, everything was took longer than everything was about time-saving devices the older I got, right? And yet it seems like the more time-saving devices we have, the less time we have because now there's more things to fill in our time. So I understand the challenge it is to ever have enough time to go around to do everything you want to do, self-care, you know, your marriage or your relationship or your kids or your work and working out and just getting it all in, right? There's not enough hours in a day. Well, today I've got some creative ways that I want to help equip you as a dad to maybe think a little more strategically so that you are giving quantity time and quality time. But like I said, quality time does not replace quantity time. So let me ask you a question. When you were a little kid, okay, let's even say that you were in your teens, okay, even a little bit older than being a little kid, did you ever want more time with your dad? Like did or would you say you said, No, I don't I don't need a lot of time with my dad. I just want quality time. I can do ten minutes here. No, seriously, you get the fact that all of us wish we had more quantity of time when there's a good relationship with our dad, right? I even this week in my counseling office heard about, you know, I can think of one gal that said, I tried, no, actually two that said, I tried not to be home. I didn't like being home when my dad was home. Well, I want to see that change in this generation, which is why I'm so passionate about helping equip dads with these themes. Well, let me tell you a story. I have a friend, he's a counselor here in the area, Byron Kaler. And I remember him telling a story years ago about speaking at a retreat in Boise, Idaho, where he had 150 singles there. And he asked them, what is one regret you carry from your childhood? And he said there was one answer that came up head and shoulders above everything else. Here's what it was. 
They said, lack of quality time and relationship with my dad. Isn't that interesting? So the quality time came up, but then relationship with my dad, to me, that underscores the implied message of the quantity of time wasn't there. So it's clear that the quality of time went together with the quantity of time. And they have to go together. Well, Byron continued by saying that the greatest gift we can give our kids is to give them the gift of our time. It makes a statement, he says, about their value and their worth. And we're going to be talking about that more at the end, but I wanted to highlight that here at the start. So kids know that the biggest commodity their parents have is their time. They know what it costs. That's what Byron says. But let me add that I know Being a parent oftentimes is a thankless job. It's not like kids think through your vantage point, right? Saying, thank you for taking the time off work to take me to my doctor's appointment or to come get me when I was sick. But the truth is, the older they get, they will look back and say, wow, my dad was there when? And they will fill in the blank. So when you're making those deposits of quantity time now, which have embedded in them the quality time, it leaves a forever deposit in your kids' lives. In fact, it reminds me, again, when I hear what Byron had to say about quality time and regretting not having enough time with dad, right, being a common theme that he's heard, I think about this funeral that I was at a few years ago of a friend's husband where one of their sons stood up and shared story after story about what his dad meant to him, and there truly was not a dry eye in the place. And here's what he said. In fact, I grabbed a pen and wrote it down because it so struck me as profound that I didn't want to forget it. Here's what he said. I think every one of us here could say, I want more of my dad. Isn't that profound? I think everyone in here could say, I want more of my dad. And then he ended by saying that he was one of the lucky ones to have had an invested dad. So think of your own story. Could you have ever said that? Did you ever say that? I wish I had more of my dad's time, attention, affirmation, I wish we did more. I I wish we went fishing more or camping more or vacationing more. Let me put it this way. I have never, ever, uh, you know, again, I've been working alongside people in my counseling ministry for over two decades and in youth ministry and young adult ministry and churches and camps and different forums for over three and a half decades. I have never heard someone say, especially a daughter, I had way too much time with my dad ever, right? So we're all wanting quantity time. I want more of my dad. And I know that's what you as men need to be challenged with. Men, I I know a lot about Martians now, right? I've been traveling to Mars for eight years. You men love a challenge. Well, here is one. This week, think about what kind of quantity of time you are giving to your daughters. And I include sons here because obviously today's topic goes both ways. It means you are going to have to say no to something else in order to say yes to giving more quantity of time because it's easy to tell ourselves, I know we don't have quantity time, but I'm just making sure it's quality time. Uh, that doesn't really bode accurately when it comes to the fact that your daughters need face-to-face, you're looking at me, giving me your attention, that kind of quality time. Well, you may recall hearing a recent interview that I did here on the Dad Whisper with 26-year-old Hannah. 
I remember her saying in that interview that what she hears from most of her friends who are in their mid-20s, these are from her girlfriends, she said they wish their dads were more involved in their lives than they were. So say that you as a dad have a daughter who's already been launched into adulthood that you say she's kind of on her own now. Nope. Hannah says, that's not what my friends tell me. That's not what I say. And I would agree with her. That's what I hear from women is I almost need my dad more now that I'm out facing the big world on my own. And I didn't have a playbook for what this was going to look like. And I need to run home to my dad. So dads, your quantity of time truly does not ever end. Your daughters need you all the time in different ways, in different seasons, right? When I say all the time, you might have to back up in certain seasons in adolescence where it's like, I need to do this myself, dad. Stop babying me. But then you're saying, okay, I'm going to back up just like breathing, right? In and out, different needs at different seasons. But dad is the constant when he has a daughter who's solid and confident because she knows my dad is there. I may be flying out on my own, but I can come back if I need to. So how the being there in real time matters to daughters is the question, right? How does being there in real time matter to daughters? Well, you remember that iconic song from 1974 by Harry Chapin called Cats in the Cradle, right? Remember that line, when you're coming home, dad, I don't know when, but we'll get together then. I think I can do that, right, without paying royalties, which is one line. But okay, Remember that song? I don't know about you, but I think we all were hit hard by that one because we see that the kid is longing for dad. But now when dad is older, the kid is doing exactly what he did by being way too busy for relationships. So you've got today. So if you're driving in the car right now and have to stop the conversation right now, hear me say, set a goal today of a certain amount of time and say, I am going to invest in my kids with this amount of time, my daughter, my son, and I'm going to put everything aside and give them my full attention. Look, it's not that hard, but it is a sacrifice. Well, we live in an era, don't we, where dads are invited a lot more to be involved in their kids' lives. But the deal is it's up to you as dads to follow through on that and not leave some of those things to moms. In fact, I think about how often in the ABBA project I have divorced dads. And here's what I hear often from them. Again, spontaneous conversations. I hear how often they are now as single dads helping their kids with their homework, making them meals, driving them around. And I think how often they weren't doing that prior to the divorce. So dads, what would it look like if you did that now rather than waiting for a divorce to set in motion you being more involved? Let me tell you another powerful story. I think there's such power in stories as we learn from each other, sometimes from doing things the hard way, sometimes we're learning from each other like, wait, I want to follow you. That was awesome. I'm going to copy you. Well, I had a dad this week named Mike. He said I could share this story about the impact of quantity time that led to a quality time investment. So Mike, two daughters, and he told me that often when his girls were younger, they're now teen, late teens and 20s, he said, I would chaperone their field trips. And so I asked him, were there ever other dads on those field trips? He said, never. 
Isn't that astounding? So when I asked him more about how he made that happen, because obviously he has a job, he said, I would always go to my boss and try to tweak my hours that day. Hey, can I come in two hours early? Can I stay two hours late? Because I need this block of time in the middle of the day or early in the day to be there for my daughters. Isn't that good? But it gets even better. He told me that what mattered to him was being present, right? For their concerts, for their soccer games, their back to school nights and teacher conferences. And so he said, I didn't accept a no from my boss, basically. I knew there would be a way. I could either trade hours with someone else. So hearing that he put into action his love for his daughters, that was a sacrifice. I'm sure there were times he didn't get a yes or maybe couldn't go, but the fact that he tried, man, full credit there. And here's what he ended by saying, I got caught in the quantity time thing for a while, thinking that just by showing up was enough forgetting that quality time mattered in the quantity time. Isn't that good? He said, I forgot that quality time mattered in the quantity time. I love that phrase. I'm going to quote him. Well, truth be told, like I said, there never seems to be enough hours in the day. I'm there with you. My to-do list. I'm a list keeper. I always have little boxes so I can see what I've checked off. And it's true, though, that we never get to the whole list every day. What if on your to-do list, every day you put something on there that says, 10 minutes with my daughter, 10 minutes with my son, undivided attention, I'm going to get in there, I'm going to do this, and you wire that into your day. Like you've got it wired in because it's part of what makes the whole machine, if you will, work. Why not? Okay, listen to this equation. Here's, here's how I have come up with a way to talk about this whole concept of quality time being inserted into quantity time, right? Because like I said at the beginning, quality time does not replace quantity time. So here's my, my equation. I'm not really a math girl, but here it is. Value equals time plus energy plus money. Got it? Value equals time plus energy, plus money. Okay, so I know that, that that in and of itself isn't rocket science, but let me say it a little more clearly. We all spend time investing in priorities that have value to us, right? So like if skiing is important to you, you're going to spend your money on boots and skis and poles, the clothes, the goggles, lift tickets, you know, maybe even chains for your tire. You got to put gas in the car, food on the way. I mean, right on and on. You may even travel somewhere to do something you love, right? Time, money, energy. So if something matters to you, you might even spend thousands of dollars on it, right? But on the other hand, if you're not into skiing, not only would you not spend money, but you're not even going to maybe understand someone who does, Because it's not your thing. So coming back to this equation, value equals time plus energy plus money is a way for you to say, I put time, energy, and money into that which has value to me. So if your daughter and your son truly has value to you, you will see that expressed in where you put your time, where you put your energy, and where you put your money. Matthew 6.21 confirms the truth of that equation. I love that verse because God says, where our treasure is, there our heart will be also. In other words, those things or people who have value to us, right? That's the treasure part. 
it has a value to it, will line up with where we spend our time, energy, and money because those things reveal where our heart is at. Does that make sense? Well, I have a friend, she's a mom, who told me that at one point in her marriage where she had three little kids, that her husband loved after work to go golfing. It was just his thing. That's how he'd unwind from the stress of the day, you know, have fun with his buddies. And it, I think, probably felt to him like a reward for working hard for the family, you know. And she said she got so tired of feeling like a single parent and doing all the heavy lifting that she literally had a heart-to-heart to him. And she said, you're either going to choose your family or golf. Those are your two options because I'm not doing this anymore. He was a wise man. He literally hung his golf clubs up in the bag on the, on the wall and did not go back to them for years. I think at least a decade. He put his family first and said, where I put my time, my money, my energy matters, and I'm going to stand here and make my kids a priority again. See, sacrificial decision to spend quantity time after work with them. I love that story. Super duper profound. Now, I know that you as a dad, you love your daughter. Clearly, you want her to know that she has your love, your heart. You work hard to provide for her. Same with your son. You love your son, right? You say that. Now, the question is, how do you back that up with your choices, with your time? Understandably, your job takes a huge part of your attention, your time, your focus. I get that. But sometimes it even takes your best. So here's the truth. By the time you get home, oftentimes you don't have much left to give, right? You're like, I'm worded out. I'm energied out. I'm depleted. So here's the deal. That's real life. But I want you to ask yourself the question, is there a pattern night after night where I'm done and my walk home and my kids are like, don't go near dad. Again, as you can imagine in my counseling office, those are the stories I hear more from teenagers because that's, I work with teenagers on up is that they'll say, yeah, you know when not to go ask dad a question. Now that's real life. But when it's a pattern, that's what I'm asking you guys to think about. Is that a pattern where I consistently say, I come home, don't bug me? Then we've got a problem. That's got to get reworked. Go do a few more laps around, around the neighborhood to just cool off after work if that's what it takes so that you come in and are present with your family because they need you. Your kids need you. They've only got one dad. Be the best dad you can be, and you can make a conscious choice to say, I'm going to walk in the door and engage my children. If you really can't do it, know that, like the Bible says, it's not by might or power, it's by God's spirit sometimes that you can do the impossible. Well, I think about when I ask girls to describe their relationship with their dad, I'm going to tell you the truth, dads. Oftentimes, here's the gist of what I hear. My dad is really too busy. So we don't connect much. And oftentimes they'll kind of put on a tough attitude and go, well, I don't care. I'm busy too. I'm like, I know you care. I know it. I can see it in the choices you make. Oftentimes running to guys who aren't the best ones to be engaging with because they do have the time. Isn't that convenient? Well, let me put it this way. When a dad initiates relationship with his daughter, she will usually move things around to spend time with him. I hear that a lot. The key is you have to pursue her consistently. So if you're just joining us, this is a conversation today about how quality time does not replace quantity time. I'm Dr. Michelle Watson, the Dad Whisperer, and we're talking about ways that you dads can make choices to invest in your daughters today and your sons to spend face-to-face time with them, letting them know they matter to you. Well, let me give you an example of how a daughter may move things around to say, Dad, I'm in. 
is I recently had a 17-year-old girl tell me that on her 17th birthday, so this was not too long ago, her dad actually canceled an appointment at work just to pick her up at school and take her out to lunch for her birthday. And she said with a beaming smile, my dad never does that. Work is so important to him. I can't believe he did that for me. In other words, it was almost a bigger deal than had he done something with her after work or on a weekend because she knew dad sacrificed to make me a priority. Dad's, maybe that's an action step today. Cancel an appointment and say, I'm going to, in the middle of the day at an unexpected time, go and connect with my daughter. So did you hear that again, that the quantity time, the minutes spent together made all the difference? Here's another thing. Did you know that time investment is vital to building your daughter's self-esteem? Yep, the time that you put in says you are worth more to me than that, that, or that. So I know that's been woven into the conversation today, but I just wanted to state it clearly that when you give a time investment as a gift, quantity time, it actually builds your daughter's self-esteem. And of course, your son's. Your son's sense of confidence, sense of value goes up when dad says, you are worth my time, my focus, my energy, my attention. Well, we could talk more and more if you wanted to, but I am going to kind of wrap this up here by giving you dad some practical ways that you can put into action this whole idea of quantity time. Well, if you're a dad who has to be gone a lot for work, Here's a couple ideas that really work that I've heard from friends of mine that say this has been powerful. Well, one of them is this gal I was talking to said, my husband has to be gone for work here and there. So we set the iPad up on our dinner table. So our three little kids have dad right there in his spot talking to us. And she said something really powerful because as I was asking her, is this a big deal for them? Is this a big deal for dad? She was like, they're all better for it. I can see that because he's catching their stories in the moment. And he'll ask them, what was one of the high points of your day? What was one of the low points of your day? So in real time, dad gets to hear those stories. And what I sat there and said to her is, wait, that means if your husband is traveling, he's in a different time zone. So he then is working that schedule out to be there during your dinner time. She goes, exactly. Here's another idea. This is a really cool one. A friend of mine just said that a dad just this week told him that this is what he does with his daughter when he's out of town for work. He said they have a virtual dinner date with Skype from the restaurant. So I thought, wow, isn't that cool? He's not in a hotel room. He's actually going to a restaurant and he is using Skype to connect with her. And not just that, but he said, I then send her Uber Eats. Have you guys heard of that? Uber Eats, where you have Uber go get the food and take it somewhere. So he said, I plan ahead. I pay Uber Eats to take my daughter a meal that I've gotten for her. And then we have dinner together. Oh my goodness, how creative is that? Well, then here's another idea from my friend, Nate, who was a former ABBA Project dad. He said when his daughter was younger and he was out on the road, he would take whatever her favorite book was at the time with him. And then for bedtime, he would read in real time using FaceTime or Skype or whatever, maybe the phone, to actually read her a chapter. Isn't that so cool? See, quantity time. He's there in real time, even from a distance. But let's just say you're a dad. These are the go-step options. Who is around home? Maybe you don't have to travel for work. 
Well, how about doing one thing with your daughter or your son during a time when she knows or he knows that you typically would be doing something else? So that's the idea that I got from this 17-year-old girl that said, I cannot believe my dad would give up an appointment for me. Your kids know that work matters to you, that working out matters to you, or other hobbies you have. And when they know on a given day, remember it's only one time here and there, that you are giving something up for them, it goes all the way in deep. It makes a forever deposit in their lives. Well, let me give you one last go step. What about doing one thing for your daughter or son that's out of the ordinary this week? Drive her to school instead of her taking the bus or the carpool. Maybe even, this is a little bit, variation on the theme kind of a thing with with quantity time, but put a note in her lunchbox or his lunchbox just to say you love them, you're praying for them, you hope they have a good day, right? Takes time to write it. How about call her in the middle of the day, which I know most dads don't do, right? You're in a different quadrant in your brain, you're in work mode, just to tell her or him that you're thinking about them. Leave a voicemail if they don't pick up, but it's real time, quantity time. How about take time to take a treat to her or to him at school or at their job? How about showing up at school, right? With the treat, saying, surprise, I'm taking you to lunch. And maybe you've already worked it out with the school. So it's a surprise thing. That goes a long way. Last thing I'll say, 10 minutes of your undivided time actively invests in her by saying, you matter. So 10 minutes of your undivided time is better than 60 minutes of your divided time. Did you get that? 10 minutes of your undivided attention and time is better than 60 minutes of your undivided attention and time. Well, On Your Mark today has been quality time does not replace quantity time. You've gotten lots of ideas today, and I hope you will put one of them into action this week so that your go step has legs to it that you're putting into motion your love for your daughter and your son. Well, as always, you can write to me at drmichelle at thedadwhisperer.com. You can go to my website, drmichellewatson.com, where you can find a link to buy my book, Dad, Here's What I Really Need From You, a guide for connecting with your daughter's heart. I've got free resources there. And if you've enjoyed the conversation, you can always go again to iTunes under the Dad Whisperer and listen again. Well, this wraps up another week's program. It's been great to have you here. Get out there, dads, and intentionally and consistently invest in pursuing your children's hearts. Go dads.